Today on the show, we're talking about the next big app to revolutionize an industry. Today's show is sponsored by the book, For You, From Me, by Raj Daniels. If you don't know Raj, make sure you check out his interviews on this show I did for episodes one and two. The book, it's a daily dose of focus. This is not motivation by any means. That's fleeting. Raj's book is a perfect blend of the practical and the inspiring. A clear vision of how you should be approaching life, presented in a way that is simple to take action on. This is how I start my mornings, with a quick lesson from Raj's book. It shifts my mind and anchors in an often new perspective for my day. And that's so important, because it's not what happens to us throughout the day, but how we interpret what happens and how we choose to respond. Having more choices in how we craft those responses is incredibly powerful. So, head over to Amazon and grab your copy today. Real quick, before we get started, if you're here watching or listening, you've got some tie to this beautiful world of business of ours. Maybe you're an entrepreneur or consultant or a sales or marketing pro looking to network and get in front of more prospects. Maybe you're building your personal brand from inside the corporation you work for. Or maybe you have a cause that you're passionate about and want to spread the word. Video can help with all of these. We hear that a lot, but it's a big leap from knowing you should be doing it and understanding how. From knowing what to say to making sure you remain credible in the process. Let me help you with this. I've been creating great content for people just like you for 26 years now. I'll help you figure out the type of videos you need and what to say in order to get your message across and what you can do yourself and what you need help with. But getting your videos created is only half of it. How do you get them seen? I can help you optimize your videos to get found in search and develop a detailed strategy to get your videos in front of your target audience, helping sell to the prospect before they ever meet you. Head over to croft.media. From there, you can reach out to me for a free strategy session. I look forward to connecting with you. How's it going, everybody? Jason Croft here, the credibility craftsman. And wow, is all I can say. So you, you always see me doing these intros and outros, and, and I'm usually kind of like, you know, hyped up while I'm doing them because I've, I've just finished an interview, and today is no different. Dr. Ty and Courtney Caldwell are on the show and their company Shearshare is absolutely changing the game in the salon beauty industry. I mean, it is it's it's monumental and I'm not about to to jump in and try to describe it and everything, but it's an, an amazing platform for um for stylists to to rent space all over around and that's the most simplistic version of this. But their story of, of coming together, finding a need first, um, fulfilling that need, and then digging deep for a few years before they ever launched a product. Great, those are just some amazing lessons for all of us on our entrepreneurial journeys on the importance of understanding your market and then going and serving that market. And then everything flows from there. Just an amazing couple with an incredible platform here and it's going to be one of those companies that get thrown around a lot in entrepreneurial discussions and business discussions all the time um, like Airbnb like uber um, not just as a comparison but one of these 
huge, huge uh, platforms that are going to be out there. These two are not only pioneers in their industry, but they are pioneers on the Jason Croft Show as well. My first two-person interview. And without further ado, let's jump in. Welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, Jason. This is so fantastic. So Dr. Ty and Courtney Caldwell. That's Thank right. you for having us. I know. Oh, so glad we can make this work. So, yes, we've. this has been a, a while coming. Had a, the, the, the honor to, to interview you both for Dallas New Tech. Absolutely. So much fun. And I, I knew I wanted to, that night, I mean, we talked about it that night because I knew I wanted to, to dig into your story even more yeah. um, as we go here with Sheer Share. Absolutely. So give it a brief overview on that and what it is, and then we're going we're gonna to dig in a whole bunch. Well, Sheer Share is the first, again, B2B app that allows salon owners who have empty space to rent out that empty space to licensed beauty barber professionals by the day. Mm-hmm. It's never okay. happened before. I know. Can you imagine? So now stylists anywhere around the world can rent workspace by the day with no long-term commitment in cities all across the nation and the world. And give me the use case in there, because because yeah. I, I I get it conceptually, uh-huh. but, but what's why is there a value to the stylist? Right. Of exactly. course. No. So stylists typically have to sign a long-term contract. So just like you go in and rent an apartment or you rent office space, you have to sign on for X number of months or even years. So you're locked in and with, with a long-term commitment. But this way, with Sheer Share, that disappears. Yes, and let me, let me break it down to you. You have three, essentially three to four ways you work in salon and barbershop space that has been around for years. So you have commission-based salons. You have employee-based salons, which essentially are commission as well. You have booth rental that's been around since the early uh, 1900s. Probably yeah. started with 1916. Madam C.J. Walker started that. And now, uh, since the the boom and tsunami of salon suites. Now they have another option, but that's also essentially booth rental where they have their own little box of space that kind of looks like a mini salon suite. And they call it a mini salon suite business for those who choose to have a space and just have themselves uh, enclosed in in an environment that is just their own. Right, still a long-term contract. contract. Right. And then there's there's also sort of a a traveling component to this too if you want to be mm-hmm. on the road doing what you do right yes so um they have this law uh outside of pennsylvania new jersey where you can uh actually it's called it's reciprocated where you can cross the state lines and we essentially have shows now where people just get into this big auditorium and everybody from all over the nation all over the world are doing hair and it's an event so you can actually travel and it's considered an event um, uh, case to where you can uh, go to a salon and utilize your services there. Nothing long term. It's just right. temporary. Yeah. I didn't even think about that aspect of like being oh, yeah. allowed to do that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, That's you should so think about the celebrity stylists. They travel all the time, right? right? Think about folks who travel in for destination weddings or people who travel for uh, you know quinceañeras. Just event based. Um, as long as they are working temporarily, they can use the ShareShare app and cross cross state lines. You have celebrities, athletes. But I will say, sorry, babe. But I will say that the majority of stylists, ninety percent of those who use our app, um, usually stay in their city and just go to various parts of the city, right? So maybe Cedar Hill to Allen to Garland to Irving. Or you'll see people hop around from Dallas to San Antonio to Austin to Houston and San, San Marcos, et cetera. And I really like that that scenario. I think we talked about it that night a little bit of, you know, you can really go, you expand your client base. Because, oh, yes. you know, oh, you're yes. not going to have somebody travel from Cedar Hill mm-hmm. all the way up to, to Frisco. Mm-hmm. 
but you can go to them and expand that phase. That's yes. why you say that because that's how Share Share started. That's how Share Share started. Oh, really? The yeah. the late the young lady who first did this in 2012, uh, she wanted she had moved to Cedar Hill and she wanted to come back to Plano because she was uh, moving. She had got married and uh, she wanted to make sure she took care of her 15 to 20 clients every other week. Yeah, and she knew that they weren't going to make that drive, Absolutely. right? I mean, it's that hour in the car. You're thinking about, oh my gosh, I got to pick up kids yeah. from school, and I got to get dinner on the table. They may like her, but not that much. Exactly, exactly. And so, uh, so she said, "Hey, Ty, I've heard about your salon. I know you guys are an award-winning salon. I just need space on what, like a Friday, Saturday, yeah. like a Friday, Saturday. I know we kind of don't do that, but I'm desperate because I, don't, I can't lose these clients. So, yeah. can you help me?" And he said, "Yes." And it creates flexibility, it creates efficiency, uh, where the client now can, doesn't have to lose, doesn't have to lose their clientele, they can actually go where their clients are. And it doesn't matter who the client is, it could be an older, elderly person, it could be the soccer mom, it could also be the, the, the youth, uh, that are playing sports. Now you can get to them and, and allow them to not have to travel across the city dealing with traffic and, and time. You know, everybody's time management now is, is really on point. So we want to make oh, sure yeah. that we create that efficiency for them. That's fantastic. So I, I love the concept. I love the product and stuff. But I mean, even I think I love even more the story and the company, the evolution of this from a business side of things okay. is just fantastic. So so give me so let's go back. There's so many layers I want to go through, that's, both that's in, in how well, we came in there. But, but let's go back. I think this is a, a good segue into that first you know, the, her calling you up and saying, hey, I need help like that. How did that start off? Because it certainly didn't start as a, an app and a product no. at all. No, no. Not at all. You want to share your mission? Sure, I'll go. <laughs> so so I remember when Ty came home that night and he said, babe, I got the strangest phone call. And I was like, well, we always get strange phone calls in the industry. You know, what? what's the, the phone call of the day? And he said, well, this lady called and she needs space to work like for a couple of days. You know, we just filled out, you know, our extra suite. You know, no one's in there right now. What do you think? And I said, well, you know, it's just collecting dust right now. He's like, you're right. I'm going to go ahead and try it. And so um, he did. He loved the experience so much. She loved the experience so much that she called him back and said, um, I really like that. My clients really enjoyed it. I love that I didn't um, have to be a kitchen titian, which is that in our world, that just means that you are a stylist who works out of the kitchen, someone's home. And, and she loved the fact that she had access to uh, professional salon space for her yeah. clients. And her clients loved it too. You know, not just for privacy, but sanitary reasons, et cetera. Oh, yeah. And so she said, I have to go to Houston and Austin. I think it was San Marcos yeah. um, in a couple of months. Can you find for me hosts that'll do what you did for me in Dallas in those cities? And Ty said, well, uh, okay, sure, whatever, I can do that. Now, mind you. Well, the first thing I asked her was, why did you choose me? Yeah, that's true, that's <laughs> so. true. But, he, but mind you, Ty is, he's working on his doctorate in professional barbering. He's finishing up his best-selling book. Um, he's turning around to different schools talking about, you know, the business behind the chair. And so I was like, babe, are you sure you're going to have time for this? And thank goodness that he made time for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so at this point, though, too, now it's it's still more of just a favor. Yeah, oh, right. It's just oh, a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complete favorite. But the, the, I guess the thing about this, we're going to keep jumping back and forth with yeah, each yeah, other. <laughs> she called me back and she said that she had some friends that wanted me to do what I did for her <laughs> for them. You're like, well, okay, wait a second. So <laughs> now there's layers to this thing now. So mm -hmm. I have makeup artists calling me because they want to do weddings and they didn't want to have to do them at hotels. They actually wanted to rent out the whole salon. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, for so, VIP events, destination weddings. Oh, that's genius. Yep, so smart. 
So it, it it became a thing where it was a part time job for both of us, yes. and we were just getting a little of nothing but time put on top of the layers of time we didn't even have already. So you know it was it was fun. We were glad that we were able to help them, but it came a point where you know it just became too much. Sure. And so three yeah, three years. You did that right? Three years. Just as a as a favorite yeah. thing, or like a little bit here and there. No, as a favorite. As thing. a favorite thing. Three you know, we years. made a little cut yes. in there, but it was a favorite thing. Yeah. Really. Better people than I. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I go three years, but. but you know, you know what? We, we, we say that we're quick learners, but oh my gosh, you would think like maybe after year one, we would have said, wait a minute, there's got to be like an app for this. But we were just busy, um, you know, pouring back in our community and we just thought, hey, they heard about us from, yeah. you know, Sally or Courtney or Ty. And so we're just going to help them just like we helped the first stylist. Because it was really easy. It was really easy yeah. because she, I, going back to what I was saying earlier, I said, why did you choose me? She was like, well, you're a salon owner. Uh, if I call the salon, they're going to hang up on me because they just think I'm some random person calling oh, yeah. that's yeah. trying to get the space. She said, you, you've had the experience with me. And I, and she said, on the other side of that, you're, you're in the profession. Uh, you're a barber cosmetologist. And so now you can speak my language and their language. So essentially you can represent me. And that's kind of how it started. So I was calling each salon. Every one of them said yes. They wanted to know, uh, I guess how I went about doing it with the prices. Were they professional? Uh, what did I charge? And so now we're starting to kind of think about this thing the way apps are, the way you would think about driving an Uber. So we had to kind of create different type of uh, thought processes to how we wanted them, how they wanted to work. So trying to find out the space professional, where they're located, uh, uh, did they have uh, shampoo bowls? Were they suites or were they stations? Oh, yeah. Just different little things and nuances that that we need when we rent our space. That would and it gets complicated really quickly. Very right? quickly. It can. All of those oh things. my goodness. Because right. the stylists, uh, what, what we're learning um, is that when they're choosing space to work on the Shearshare app, mm -hmm. they are hyper-focused on the experience for that particular client. Yes. So for example, they may know that Jason likes um, a sports environment, right? Mm -hmm. So they're going to look for a sporty barbershop on the app. They may um, have a couple of clients on a Wednesday who are ladies who lunch. And so they may prefer a more luxurious salon setting. So they are literally picking and choosing salon spaces by the day where each individual client is going to get the maximum experience. Oh, that's great. I know. I love it. That's fantastic. So when did it click? When did it go like, okay, there's a there's a business here? Yeah. When um, we searched for the app. Well, we searched, Well, we got home. I said, we're just tired. You know, we're just doing too much. Yeah. There's, we're in this time now where social media apps are, are coming on really big. So I was like, Courtney, you know, we got to find something to push these people over to. And she said, well, go go on to Google and see if you can. Because uh, there's got to be something. There's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it's got to be something. It's like so we're finding out for anything. Exactly. So we hit all types of search terms and nothing was popping up. Furniture stores. And how long ago was this? This was three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. And uh, nothing came up. And so she looked. I said, okay, well, you're just as much as marketing and tech as anybody. So you look and you search terms that probably I, I didn't I didn't say nothing came up again and so I, wow. we looked at each other and said how would it be if we uh, <laughs> built it ourselves that was the aha moment wow. because you saw the value there you oh, saw yes because yeah. over those those three years mm -hmm. there was definitely wow I mean it was just absolutely people wanting this wanting this wanting yeah. this so we didn't want to market it because we had limited time so we was mm -hmm. like okay well let's see how valuable it is and then we can talk, talk about marketing later yeah. so there was a friend of hers that she knew out in Silicon Valley that you no, know, there was a relationship she met one time. I didn't get a chance to go to the to the um to the lunch because I was busy, but she did and I remember seeing her and I and I told her, I said, you know what? Call that young lady that you went to lunch with that time. She said, Babe, 
That's her thing for me. Babe, that's great. <laughs> she called her up. Wait, but the reason why we called her is because she said one word to us that stuck in our memory. I forgot about that. She used the word startup. We had never heard of that word before. And so that's why Ty said, call her because she said startup. And I said, oh, okay, that's random. Let's just call her and see what she thinks. Called her up and I said, you know what? I have this idea. I just want to run it by you so it can kind of get off my mind. I don't want to have to make sure, I want to make sure that it's something that, that we can kind of let go or continue to mm -hmm. uh, utilize just for the friends we have. And I said, it's just an idea. So I ran the idea by her and she, and she was like, um, for about 15 seconds, the phone conversation went dormant. I said, we're just... <laughs> we thought she dropped the phone. We thought she dropped the phone. I said, hello. She said, I'm sorry, guys. I literally put my phone down and my head almost hit the ceiling because this is a billion dollar idea. Now, why this is important is because this lady cannot walk from her car to the grocery store without getting pitched. All the time, she yeah. gets pitches. All the time. So this is her world. Oh, yeah, she like, lives and breathes it. And she was talking about this word startup, you know, years before we even thought about Sheer Sheer. Yeah. So we knew if we could we could talk to her and if she said, okay, that's valuable, then we knew we had to do whatever it took to build it out. So right. now being that we're not technology savvy like that, uh, other than using our phone for social media, we asked her how did we first get started. So she turned us on to a friend of hers uh, that she knew that had a, um, uh, a product uh, designed to help us with our, with our rudimentary form. Yeah, MVP. Yeah, MVP. MVP. And uh, that's how it all started. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, how did you get roped in? Because <laughs> here's, here's world and this background stuff and then... Well, the so, wife is always there yeah. because when you are an entrepreneur and I always say my husband is the most unemployable person that I know. He can... I, I don't know if he can ever work for anyone. Wow, we, He's been this way since 19. That's, that's going to be a tight competition. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I've always been kind of roped in. Even in the very first phone call where uh, the gal from Cedar Hill said, I need space to work on like a Friday. Day. Mm -hmm. And so, because we've been running the salon together, I help manage, you know, some of the ordering, vendor relationships, hiring, etc. I've just been in the background. Yeah. yeah. But I knew I knew you had a corporate background, mm -hmm. and you had That's your right. career, and you were going. So he's busy at school, running the salon, hiring people, doing his thing, and beauty and barbering. And I'm working at Oracle. You know, yeah. I was leading digital demand generation, uh, marketing strategy, and innovation across five continents. And so when when we looked up finally and said, okay, it's been three years, and this is not slowing down. Like, where's the app that does this so we can kind of push off the next person who right. who, look, who calls us? Uh, we, and we couldn't find it. We said, oh gosh, this is something that we that we have to do. I know that no, no matter what I do in my career, I'm going to be doing something related to marketing and uh, operations and connecting. Right? Master right. marketer, must I say? Oh, thanks, babe. And no matter what, he's going to be in beauty and barbering. Like that's just like a fiber that resides in both of us and so this is literally like the perfect marriage like we, we couldn't have thought about this um, you know years ago and if you think about it you know all of my expertise and and my understanding nothing that we do uh, outside of share share is anything different you know my book is about the beauty industry mentor by failure uh, I run a salon um, I, I train I teach I mentor I instruct and so why not build something for the industry that I love so much and have passion for and Share Share was, like Courtney said, the perfect storm yeah. of, of wanting to see people not only um, have flexibility and not only create jobs, but give people opportunity to, you know, um, make money. That's what we're in it for anyway, so maximize earnings potential. That's the way we use it. That's fantastic. And so you, you certainly, so you went out there, you, you found the tech side of things uh -huh. and, and helped. Uh -huh. yep. And what was, what was that process like? Huh. 
Uh, you know, now looking yeah, that yeah. easy and smooth. Um, well, I, we don't have anything to compare it to, to compare it, um, right? but we will say that because we trusted the individual who said, I'm going to parlay this introduction to you, we feel like it was pretty smooth. Okay. Um, from the point when we first had our first conversation, we felt very um, comfortable with this, this team, these gentlemen. Uh, we, we felt that because, we again, we trusted that person who said, yes, you need to go in this direction. We said, okay, well, we trust this person now, too. And that process was pretty seamless. Um, Ty then took out a Chipotle napkin because, Jason, we are bootstrapping, sheer share. <laughs> Right, we are. We, we didn't know about you know accelerator programs and that people called angels would give you money right. to build your dream and venture capitalists. What is that? Right. Uh, we just knew we had to build it, and so we emptied our bank account and said, "What is it that we need to do?" So that was step one. So essentially, there was no fear for me because oh yeah, being an entrepreneur, you always taking risks. So risk. He's always uh, jumping off of some building, and I'm like, "Baby, should we should we like measure twice and cut once?" He's like, "No, just hold my hand." Like, I can't and hear you. you. Yeah. I can't hear you. We're already falling. <laughs> 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 right, but then we uh, we're so we're bootstrapping and we're just living life, you know, very meagerly, and and we're going to Chipotle a lot because we're living off of rice and beans, yep. and yep. so we started drawing out the screens of the ShareShare app on a Chipotle napkin, which we still have today, yeah. and uh, so that was step two, and then step three was showing um, this third party tech firm, you know, our Chipotle napkin renderings and talking them through the way a stylist thinks, talking them through the way a salon owner thinks. And, and honestly, thank goodness for those three years that we had of manually matching because that all that data that, that we took that and it for, informed the process of what the app needed to look like and what questions we needed to ask and what And how to sit up in front of engineers oh, gosh, to, yeah. help them, to help them understand what we're building. Because there's no way someone could just, even if somebody happened to have this idea, could sit there could possibly know all those not three no, years of the data. in the industry, and plus if you're not in the industry, it's really difficult to understand the mind yeah, of, of this individual. A stylist is a very creative person. A stylist is, you know, um, creating beauty every single day. You know, when someone sits in his or her chair, they get up feeling like a million bucks. You know, so we impact people in a different way. And so, if you don't have that that nuanced way of thinking, it's it's going to be difficult. Even if you try to just copy and paste your share, it's it's the it, it, there are a lot of different um, levels that people wouldn't consider just because they don't live, eat, and breathe it every day. Yeah, and also add that to an industry that's so archaic. You know, you know you. We thought that when Uber came out, you know, they just changed the game of, 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 of uh, traveling and of, sure. of, of the way cab services work. And then when Airbnb came out, they changed the way hotelier works and, and, and giving people a place to stay when they travel, even within the same city. So when we started this, it wasn't going to be as easy because it's not just consumer. We're talking about licensed professionals, uh, not customers B2B, yeah. and B2B. So we, we have to change a whole mindset uh, from people who don't have to sit when we're working we're not sitting there with a laptop on our station or we're not sitting there working with our phones we're actually using the artistic uh, qualities that we already uh, have inside of us to to work with our clients so it wasn't going to be an easy task to show these people something different it's more like putting one foot in front of the other a little bit at a time so making sure they understand what we do and how we can help them going forward in a, in a very uh, efficient way and how have you gone about that like getting in front and educating everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes, get in front and educate. Well, my husband's an educator. He's a licensed educator. Um, and so yeah. that helps. <laughs> um, the fact that he, you know, spent two decades mentoring the up and coming generation of salon owners, that helps. Yeah. The fact that he, you know, speaks um, and did this before ShareShare, Share, speaks you to audiences around the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, already. 
Yeah, and so, so when you perfect. say Dr. Ty Caldwell, people say, oh, I remember I heard him here. Let me see what he's talking about now. And so, yeah, that's been very helpful. And then when you have a book, it makes it a little bit more easy because people now see that you're legit, you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So now they trust you because, like I said, you put a stylist in one uh, same room as a barber, as the same room as a makeup artist, same room as masseuse. We speak, this, we speak different languages, but we work in the same genre of artistic value. So we just want to make sure that people understand that we now have a platform just for us. Oh, that's great. That's so fantastic. So I want to dig in too. Like, how is it, how is it being husband and wife? <laughs> like, and working together that's, and there's... That's crazy. I, I, whenever we get that question, Jason, I'm always thinking like, why are there not more husband and wife teams? I'm sure, I can see both sides. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Both I can. But yeah. it's so funny to me that when sometimes you sit, may sit in front of an investor and they say, mm. oh, we're not really sure about, you know, married couples. Um, oh, yeah, we don't great. really yeah. want to, you know, put all of our eggs in one basket. Because what if something happens and you guys split? What does that do to the company? Now, I get that. But then they say, I have to say this. Yeah. We, we, we need a team. We got They got to understand that they're going to be working together. They're they're like a married couple. Right. right. That the co-founders are like married yes. couples. Right. Everyone I'm, like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, is this a joke? Right. <laughs> you want the you want the co-founders to be like a married couple, but right. hence they can't be married. Because <laughs> they don't they don't want single founders. No, no, that, that's that's hard. Teams. It's a lot of work yeah, right. for one person. Yeah. So, no, it's it, it for us it's the best. I mean, we, we come to the table with a few things. You know, for one, we are not the twenty year old um graduate from SMU or Stanford or Harvard, whatever. We're a little bit longer in the tooth. Um Ty is can I say your age? Yeah. He's forty four. Um, I'm not going to share my age. Oh, oh, awesome. Well, you guys can Shout have that. To the <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so we've been doing this for a, a little bit, right? And you we know, look good. I think you guys look fantastic. I and somebody thought I was 30 the other day. I was like, okay. <laughs> I love this man. That's okay. I keep you young, babe. Yes, you yeah. Um, and so, so we've had a lot of time, though, Jason, to kind of work through when you have an issue or disagreement, you know, what happens? Right. Uh, when you don't see eye to eye on something, what happens? Um, when you guys have a big goal that you're trying to accomplish, what happens? And so Ty and I bring to the table exactly that. So when stuff happens in sheer share or with the family, within the marriage, we know how to settle it. Yeah, failure and, and yeah. failure is not, people say failure is not an option. Failure is always an option, but it's how you deal with it. So we don't look at failure as, as something that really bothers us because we know that it's just something that happened. It was a hiccup. We're gonna figure it out. Make it better next time. Learn yeah. from it. Yeah. You fail every day. And you and you have so much more invested. Oh yeah. Oh than, my God. than two people who have come together for this oh, business yeah. idea. No. There's so much more incentive to yeah. make it work. And yeah. And just like you said, having those mm -hmm. tools in that relationship mm -hmm. to make it work to and go we, through. Yeah. And we really are a married couple because I hear so many married couples <laughs> that say they marry but they have separate bank accounts. We don't yeah, have separate right. bank accounts. We, everything is all in. We're all in this yeah, thing. So yeah. it, it works from both sides. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that you're two individuals first. Uh, uh, but you, we really got each other's best, best, uh, we, we got each other's back and we got each other's, uh, best intentions as we go forward. Oh, that's good, babe. That's true. Because you hear from other startup founders and we're, of course, friends with many of them. Um, sometimes there's a trust factor, yeah. right? And so yeah. like, oh, I feel like I'm doing more of the work, but I'm only getting, you know, 10% less in equity of the company. Or I exactly. feel like this person is taking a few, two extra days vacation time. But we, we never have that issue when it comes to, uh, feeling like one person owns more than the other. One person right. is not pulling his or her weight. 
we we're in this thing together. We didn't even argue about where we was gonna sit today. We sure didn't. I knew I was sitting back here, and I knew one of my husband was sitting in the front. <laughs> like I said, that's between. I was like, all right, you know, sit in the back seat. All right. I wanted the sheer share to be front and center. So. That's right. That's perfect. So. The other great thing in all this is that, I mean, from a, from a business, it's got traction. Yeah. You've got yeah. great things, but yeah. I mean, the, it's been received so well, got investment, got, yeah, give me those accolades. I mean, it just seems one oh, after another. It, it feels like it, but you know, being a startup founder, it feels like it's never enough. Right. Because you're, you're, you always have another person that you could be helping, another business that you're help, helping to save, another barbershop that you're helping to stay open. Um, but yes, we have been blessed with um, validation. You know, yeah, validation from the marketplace. So we just won Google Demo Day, uh, first Texas startup to bring that back to the Lone Star State. We're super excited yeah, about yeah, that. Yes, thank you. And you know, up until Google Demo Day, we were just going into pitch competition after pitch competition and winning them and we would just be amazed like yeah people really are, people really like us they don't oh they might not really like what we're yeah. doing. No, <laughs> no but we really uh focused on bringing the market something that that was coming to an industry that was so archaic that that had never changed and just creating something different and knowing that you know my my expertise and Courtney's expertise validated what we were doing we knew how to talk about it and explain it to investors and even to judges what we were bringing to the marketplace yeah, so Google Demo Day, L'Oreal, Women in Digital, Next Generation Award, Startup Grind, Startup grind that's right, Capital, uh, Factory. Capital Factory, Diversion and, and, and um, inclusion, Diversity and Inclusion um, Award, gosh, what else? Uh, uh, Fresh Labs, yep, that's right, Fresh Labs, uh, Fresh Books, Fidelity Labs, Reshape the World Contest. Um, yeah, it's. It, I honestly can't rattle them off enough. And, and really, it's not just the two of us anymore, it's, it's really a team effort. We have the best the team the in the world. Zoom. Oh, Zoom Info. Yeah, best B2B um, entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Feels good. But it feels even better to get those phone calls from stylists every day. I swear, Jason, every day. People say, oh my gosh, thank you so much, Share Share. Why weren't you around two years ago? Why weren't you around a decade ago? I wish you were around, you know, two months before I had to close my salon. But we get phone calls from salon owners saying, thank you. You guys are literally supporting my business. Like you're helping me to make sure my doors stay open. And then after winning Google Demo Day, Steve Case uh, from Rise of the Restaurant came in and closed our round. Yeah. That lets people know that AOL, which has been around a long time, Definitely. you know, Steve Case, the founder, invested in us. That makes us even more legitimate. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. So... We were super excited. We we don't we don't take anything for granted. We're grateful no. people, but at the end of the day, we know it's work, and so we put in the work, uh, we put in the grind, and and it's just it becomes a little bit easier, even though even when it's still hard. But you always say too, babe, that you have to believe in yourself first. Right. We always tell our son that no matter what anyone else thinks, you have to believe it first, and yeah. then you'll see it happen. That's the only way to make. That's the only way because every oh, message yeah. you put out, everything you come out, mm-hmm. comes from this this certainty that you have. Exactly. Yes. It's the only way to make it happen. And you, you hear so many no's when you're when you're trying oh, to fundraise uh, as an entrepreneur, if, if that's a choice for some co-founders. Um, you hear so many no's, and you have to go into every single meeting, meeting after meeting after meeting, with Feels the same smiling. passion. Yeah, the same excitement, <laughs> the same, uh, you know, flair for what Feels it is that you're smiling. trying to communicate. I'm going to keep saying still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> and still smiling. That's yeah, true. We believed it, so we're just waiting for everyone else to do this. And, and then sitting up in front of investors who have you know tons of money uh respect to them uh but you have to really bring it down to almost a uh, uh, seventh to eighth grade level understanding for them to see it 
Because they don't know the industry. They don't know the industry. Yeah. You either talk about sheer share, or we learned early on, you got to talk about sheer share in ways that they understand. And sometimes they have limited time as well. Yeah, that's true. So it's not just a beauty app, right? Like we're so much more than that. Um, so we talk about it in terms of marketplace, right? And the fact that um, the beauty industry is growing and, you know, 5.5% of stylists or people are choosing to become stylists yeah. or licensed cosmetologists and barbers versus going into corporate America jobs. That's an yeah. increase that's going to happen year over year until 2020, at least. So more people are choosing to be independent, more people are choosing beauty and barbering as a mainstay. And, uh, and so we had to describe the, the growth and the potential of the market size in those terms. And keep it, and, and, and really take it from being manual. We wanted to give them a tool and to have a tool like ShearShare. I mean, personally, I love it. And I'm the founder. I'm one of the founders. So, I mean, I don't even know what people were doing before. They were going to Craigslist. They were, yeah. I mean, now with, with ShearShare, you don't have to go to Craigslist. You can actually market market through ShearShare yeah. and everything oh, wow. is done there before you was marking on Craigslist, you know, uh, businesses calling, put, your calling your friends, businesses yeah. have their cards and beauty and beauty, uh, um, the bulletin board, bulletin board they, they school today. bulletin boards. And so yes, all really this stuff that you can do on ShearShare is a one-stop shop. You don't even have to worry about taking money by hand. How uneasy is that? Okay, well, you worked all day. Can I get my money? You know, that's right. just that's just uncomfortable. So payments go through the every app. Yeah. Yes. Yep, go through the app. And then we send payment to the host 24 hours before the stylist even arrives. Even, even arrives. So yeah. how easy is that? All you got to do is unlock the door now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm, so what's next? How do, how can, yeah. you know, how are you getting the word out now even more and just flooding the market? Well, yeah. believe it or not, we had our first lunch and learn yesterday. Super mm -hmm. amazing, a private event, full. We had a meetup after that that created more synergy and brought in more people. Uh, amazing time, you know, thanks to, you know, what Courtney and I are doing together and, and, and having people really work with us and having our team now. We're a team of 10. So it's really a, a great opportunity now to get out there, market, spread the word, and just blast this thing as much as we, as much as we can. In a perfect world, Ty and I would meet with every share share host and every stylist one on one, and I think we've done a pretty good job of, yeah. of, of, yeah. of hitting the masses. Uh, we know that's high touch marketing. We know that it's something that's probably not going to be scalable in a couple of years, but it's our heart, right? Like we we hear from the stylists and the salon owners. Gosh, you know, Courtney and Ty, I'm so happy that you guys aren't two random engineers who were sitting in a garage who thought they came up with the next best thing. Like, I can look at you and I see myself in you. You are me and I am you. And, and, I, I, and I don't mean to stop you, but we have to kind of do it face to face and, and a little bit more uh, personal because people still don't believe a platform like this uh, yes. exists. Oh, so it's, it's, it goes to show you how old the, the um, industry is and how we really want to touch as many people as we can so that they now can t tell someone else and we and we as a beauty industry cosmetologists and barbers because we call it hair skin nails it's more it's so much more community and there are a lot of shops out there a lot of salons out there and you would think okay it's competition amongst competition it's really not it's really a community and we really want to help one another uh, at the end of the day oh yeah and and it's that that face-to-face -face time as much as you can do it it's also just good business oh my god right. yes yes, yes. You're learning more, yes. you're engaging more, yes. you're yes. more. We yeah. use it for so many different outlets. Um, and, and, and in those moments, um, there, there's magic that really does happen when you connect with someone. And I'm yeah. looking at you face to face and I'm shaking your hand. I'm listening to the problems that you're having as a salon owner, as a new stylist. Um, and we're helping you to, to see all of the different variety of roads that you can choose. And it's not just about sheer share, right? It's about what problems do you have? We can help you because this man right here has got 25 years of experience in the industry that is not in a book. 
you know, anywhere. And so he's probably been through 99% of what you're telling me that you're going through today. All of it. All of it. That's right. And so they appreciate Share Share for that. And then it becomes, oh, by the way, have you heard of this new app that'll help you save money by renting space by the day? And so they, in that moment, they become raving fans, and then they become this army of share sharers that goes out there and spreads the word for us. Yeah, and it's great because communication is key. Even though Courtney's not a not in the beauty industry, she speaks the language, so people would trust her because she understands them uh, through just factored out just being married to me uh so if you speak someone's language and they know you have sympathy and empathy and you care about them because at the end of the day what are you what are you what are you selling you're saying care service and you're understanding that people need a service like this almost 40 percent of people still come to share share by word of mouth yeah yeah and, and that but you know when you think about the industry um, ad nauseum, it's not, it's not unusual because when you have a, a super fly haircut and someone asks you, you're going right. to like today, like today, somebody's going to ask you, Hey, Jason, where'd you get your haircut? And you're going to share with them where you got your haircut. It's very normal in the beauty and barbering industry to speak word of mouth, um, you know, helping someone find a new barber, a new stylist, a new massage therapist, etc. And so we're not surprised by that. But it takes a lot yeah. of work to get to that point to where people are comfortable and ready ready to share um, about share share with someone else. And, about it makes, and it makes it easier too because now we have customers saying, "Have you heard of this new app called Share Share to their stylist or to their barber?" Uh, so the you know, now. the consumers are seeing <laughs> that are marketing for us. Yeah, I know. I asked. I actually asked my guy about it. Like, uh -huh. like if he heard about it, and you know, just doing the same kind of thing, yeah. right? Because I think, cause I think the concept is just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh wow! Because I hadn't really, you yep. know, he's got he's got one of those spots Sweet. inside a bigger, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sweet. So, yeah. yeah. And that's the first thing they're gonna say is wow, something like this really exists. So now he's gonna he may essentially say wow. He's like, hey, uh, Jason, can you tell me about that app? We're right. getting ready to go to Houston, so they know they're gonna use it eventually. We want to bring yeah. it to their attention and let them know we do exist. And before you share with people about that, Jason, we want to make sure you sign up to be a, uh, an influencer and get paid for referring people to Share Share. Yes. So when we, I'm gonna go when we fin when we finish this man. ride, <laughs> <laughs> when we finish this ride, be sure to go to ShareShare.com/refer and sign up because we'll pay you now five dollars for each new host you bring us and twenty for each stylist that books. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Great. So, so what's next for Share Share? Besides crazy growth. Um, and maintaining that, yes. um, building a team, continue to build yeah. a team, uh, continue to have build more sales guys, get more foot soldiers on the ground. Um, we getting more. We just got a back end engineer, uh, so we're building our engineering team and just consistently um, painting out the picture of what we want to do with the sprints for adding more stuff to Share Share. And we're so excited about the stuff that we have now that's in place. I mean, we think that the community they're gonna love this app. It's gonna be such a free flow to the way you think when you want to rent a space and also yeah. to the way the salon owner thinks about you coming to them. So it's 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 a it's a two prong effect, but it's so efficient for both sides. And when Ty built the app, you know, we knew that we were starting at the very beginning of the stylist life cycle. So no matter what kind of tools they use or shampoo their client likes for them to use with their hair, they have to have a place to work. And so we figured if we if we hit that um, that nail on the head then we built that trust immediately, right? right? And so after that, we're building out this entire ecosystem. So Share Share won't just be an app for finding space on demand. It's imagine being able to get products on demand. 
and being able as a stylist to do retail sell through to your clients Man. on demand. Um, yes, and even get insurance by the day. I mean, the the world is our oyster, but we had to make sure that we we fixed this problem first. Um, and in our relationship or our um, uh, relationship with L'Oreal, our pilot program with them, we're working on so many different things. It's super exciting. Can't talk about all of them. Oh, that. Um, Come but, on, but, you but, know you want to. Yeah, we do want to. We do. Don't believe me, and we could for hours. But you know, being able to work alongside the largest beauty brand in the world has wow. been so good, and that those guys have been so supportive of Sheer Share. Um, yeah, they, they were our family. That came about because someone introduced us to L'Oreal about a year ago. About a year ago. Yeah, and they they had a they had a competition, uh, the Women in Digital Next Generation competition. They put this on every year, um, and we get this uh, random phone call from someone um, in the office there at L'Oreal, and they say, "Hey, Sheer Share has come across my desk more than a couple of times now. I need to figure out what it is that you guys are doing." Yeah. Uh, and we had no idea. We don't know who put our like, name on like the list. Who is I was that? like, "Yeah, I was like, getting a call from Oprah." You're like, "I don't even believe this." Right. There's, there's been a couple of yeah. <laughs> there's been a couple of things that we have actually won that we just thought was spam <laughs> yeah we, we just didn't believe it we're oh, like no way no way because the names are just too big and so uh, so we started building that relationship with l'oreal had a chance to pitch to 550 of their executives um during one of their uh, digital um, expos there in new york and everyone voted for sheer share to be the winner and then that opened up many many doors because right we're, we're sitting across from people who own the salon centric business and people who own the independent stylist business and people who own this product and this product or events and marketing and so um so that's been it's been a whirlwind yeah and and again it lets us know how relative how relevant we are because l'oreal the biggest brand in in, in the world has uh, allowed us to be on their pilot program after winning uh the award so the partnership is amazing and plus it puts us in front of a lot of people and there's a lot of brands under the l'oreal brand so you know just just getting connected not only with the the artists but also with the email addresses and all the data that they have that can really help you share to rocket to the moon so what do you what do you think it is at the end of the day i mean you've got a you've got a great idea yeah lots of great ideas out there right you good team yeah great fantastic team. a lot of good teams out there yeah a lot of good teams out there. but what is this momentum i mean this is something this is big uh yeah. i think it's i think it's time I think everything works in time, and believe it or not, we're actually in front of it. Um, but time has made itself to where social media is big. People are communicating with all the, the, the social media apps, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, uh, Anchor. There are so many platforms now where the, the element of conversation person to person is now done through social media. And so it's, it's time now for people to realize something like this exists. But I think people need are now more uh, personal um, with their own clientele, with, with being an artist in beauty and barbering uh, and hair, skin and nails. They they have their own clients. So going into a commission-based salon, now you probably can be there for at least, I'm going to say a year or two. Build your clientele up and most of them are going to leave because clients are connected to the person. Yeah, right. They're not, not connected right. to the salon anymore. It's hence why there are so many salon suites out there. So when you go into a salon suite uh, concept, it's just a bunch of rooms. So people know exactly where they want to go to. That's social media within itself manually. Yeah. So now you can actually utilize that over a social media platform like the IG. And here you go with the perfect storm where people say, hey, you know what? This is who I am. Regardless of where they're at, this is who I am. You can come to me. 
And well, I would, I would too say, cause my husband will never give himself that much credit. So yes, timing of the market is key. That is true. Even speaking with Joe Gebbia, he doesn't, he doesn't even credit Airbnb with um, creating the sharing economy. And we consider those guys the godfathers of the yeah. sharing economy. Um, he credits eBay. We credit Airbnb we because now yeah. when we when we uh, connect with someone, they say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, they say, well, what is ShareShare? The easiest way for us to explain it is that we're Airbnb. And they're like, oh, my gosh, that, is, that totally makes sense. But honestly, it's I, I say it's the visionary. Um, if we didn't have Ty sitting at the helm, like I don't know what we do. But there's also being able to convey it. Yeah. You can yeah. have the vision. Yeah. That's why it's important for yeah. him to be the, the, having that visionary who understands the way the stylist think. He sits on both sides of the marketplace that we serve, right? right? He's the master barber. He's also an award-winning salon owner. So he totally gets the connection points, and he, he speaks the language on both sides. And so they trust him when they see him. They trust Shearshear when they see us. And it's all about trust. I, I think, and I, and I give you know God credit for allowing me to be in such an amazing industry. Uh, loving what I do, you have to love what you do in order to see these things come yeah. about. So just the timing of it, uh, caring about the people, speaking the language, uh, social media's done a great job. Uh, but I think that, you know, and I add this to Courtney, she's, she's the other side of the brain, uh, my left brain, to help me understand what we can convey, how we can convey it, and also how we can market it. But having that team, the trickle-down effect, because everything starts from the top, giving that information and education to the team so they can go out there now and educate as well for us and now we have another army of people of consumers which is the customers along with the artists who now understand what we do and i think conveying it the right way and and giving them an opportunity to know that something like this again exists uh makes it so much easier so i mean the world is our yeah the world is our oyster i mean we just getting warmed up this thing it's yeah, like it's like it's like the first workout. You know, you like uh, that that that's the warm up. No, <laughs> that it's just the warm up right now. Yeah. How do we follow along? How do we follow this journey? Like, I want people to know how to get the app, how to yeah. engage there, but also follow along with your entrepreneurial oh, journey. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you can find us on we're Sheer Sheer everywhere, right? We're the only company that has this name. But um, usually on Instagram, you'll see um, some backstory stuff about Ty and me. So you'll see a little bit about our family dynamics, our marriage dynamics, um, how we work with our team members, um, meetings that we may have. It's always kind of fun to see that on IGTV. Um, and then Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and even Anchor on the podcast. We, we have, uh, we're, we're Sheer Sheer everywhere. Fantastic. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on. No, thank you for having us again. Great. We're going to um, figure out where we are because right. I have no idea. I do. Okay, good. <laughs> I know we're in Plano. Ty's going to get us home. <laughs> thank you, guys. If you're in the Dallas area, let's connect in person. I'm at the Coffee House Cafe on Preston and Frankfurt every Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., hosting an awesome meetup where we talk business, startups, and tech. It's an amazing room of people to network with, and most weeks what we do is we dig in and mastermind for the folks in the room and connect everyone to the resources they need to grow. I'll see you there. Thanks thanks so much uh, to Ty and Courtney for being on and, and for you to, to follow along with us here and certainly dig in and, and follow along with their journey. It, you're going to be hearing a, a lot more from them. Um, just an amazing amount of success has come their way and I'm, I'm just ecstatic for them. Um, they're, they're amazing people and just putting in the work.
as well. And it's so it's so awesome to see all these things come together of just an amazing idea, incredible work ethic, and then just awesome people, you know, doing 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 good things. Um, it's 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 just fantastic. So um, I was I was honored to be able to to interview them at at New Tech and and now to have them on the show is just just wonderful and helping share that story a little bit more. And if you want new ways to share your own story um, through video, through podcasting, all that, make sure you you hit me up. Let's let's have a conversation about it. Um, let's see how how I can help. Head over to croft.media and uh, reach out. Let's let's uh, set up a strategy session for you. And um, you know, there's so much so much you can do to to get your message out in the world even more. If you like episodes like this, make sure you subscribe here on YouTube and hit us up on Spotify. If you're listening right now, subscribe there, follow along with us, and we'll see you on the next one. It's Saturday night. It was Saturday night and I'm feeling kind of silly. Winter coat on because the air was chilly, but I'm going to make my way out to the record spot. Gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock I gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers Or now and later, Dr. Beatmaker If I'm a player, it's like you take deck And if you miss the gig, then take a rain check Stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling Need a U-Haul truck if I would take a